the Brilliant Tales, we are back with the guards. After they had uh, decided to do some things that were kind of shitty. All pun intended. All pun intended. Alright, well, I'm Eric, I'm the Dungeon Master. I'm Valerie, I'm playing of Elton, our now tummy happy uh, person barbarian. The Belch Master. Took an emodium or two, right? Yeah. So you, you gotta do. Yeah, in the last episode, we found out why you're so angsty. Get over your parents' death, bro. You're an orphan. It's fine. Rude, dude. Tragic. Come on. Tra it's just your normal, everyday, tragic backstory. Exactly. Well, my name's Colleen. I'll be playing uh, Talisa, the shenaniganery champion uh, Koshkin. With the little fire frog, Togi. Ribbit. <laughs> it was more music last time. More music last time. <laughs> and I'm Caitlin. I'm playing Beacon Hawk, your friendly neighborhood cleric. Wait. All right. So last time, last time we uh, we played. You guys ran a couple errands in the barracks and met up for breakfast, which did not agree with Kelton at all left him with a stomach ache and you guys decided to postpone your visit to ma and make ma come to you at crackers and barrels when leroy was supposed to be there well thought out plan yes yes should have used those keen senses to make sure it was good food before ingesting it yeah aren't you guys supposed to have super like sense of smell bear first thing in the morning hungry not caring. <laughs> Touche. Bear like would no eat did it. in the morning. Hmm? I said the bear hungry. would have eaten you first thing in the morning. Hungry bear is hungry. Alright, so we left off with you guys having gotten to the crackers and barrels. You guys set it all up and got everything ready to go for the meeting with both Ma and Leroy simultaneously. You set up everything as one big table so that you could have everyone meet and greet together. Ma showed up first and her and her thugs promptly kicked all the street urchins out of crackers and barrels and sent them on their way Specifically to go steal stuff. For Ma. Best part about this is, is hey DM, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I have to play both Ma and Leroy at the same time. Y'all just gave me the big old middle finger, and it's fine. <laughs> yeah, good luck trying to do those accents back to back. Hey, I managed a, a little bit of last episode. It'll be, it'll be fun. Um... And Ma's, Ma showed up. She she and her thugs got up there, started eating appetizers. Didn't super agree with the thugs. Ma was fine. The dogs she brought along were fine. And then, right before the end, Leroy Wolf decided to make his appearance. And he uh, promptly let Ma know that her stretch carriage was uh, on fire out Fire. front. Yeah. So we are in the room with Axel and Kelton, Ma, her dogs, and Leroy. 
are all sitting there, are all standing around too. And Calissa, you're downstairs standing on top of the bar. What were what were my orders? Your orders were, were my... to light. Your orders were to light the bar on to light the roof on fire. The roof above you, which is the floor for them, on fire. Essentially, if you hear enough killing. All right, let's light this candle. Yeah, so get your flamethrower ready because you're gonna need your burning hands. Maybe. Maybe. So. Uh, you've already heard a little bit of screaming, but then you also heard that followed down by a lot of people rushing outside, including Beacon, to deal with the fire outside of the stretch carriage. The fire that was not intended. The fire, the fire that I did not cause. definitely didn't have anything to do with. Was it me? Yes, it wasn't me. for once. Not, none of the three of you who are upstairs had anything to do with the fire directly. Ma gets a good look at at uh, Leroy. Looks at Kelton. Looks at Axel. Asshole. <laughs> asshole. <laughs> looks at asshole and looks at Kelton. <laughs> Meh. Love you, baby. And she just puts her hands on the table, stands up. How dare you betray me! I assume that's uh, directed towards us. Yes. Oops. Bullshit. Oops. Y'all planned this shit. No, not at all. Oops. I said, how dare you betray me? I will have all of your heads for this. I like how you're instantly mad without thinking about this as a good business transaction. How is he good for my business? Well, first off, beyond his wolfy ass. The only good wolf is a dead wolf. Well, in about a day, all y'all about to be dead. So, at this case in point and juncture, you might want to actually think about your business and your future, along with everybody in this room's thinking about their own future as well. She looks straight at Axel. What do you mean? Dead tomorrow. Oh. I don't know. Um, with your information network, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mama Deity, do you not know that Lord Drakesh just landed not one town over with a shit ton of guards and is descending on this city along with, oh, an invading army? I knew about the army to the south, but this is Leroy at this point. We knew about the army to the south. We did not know about Lord Drakesh and his Entourage. paltry forces. Oh no, he he landed and he not happy, and he coming too. Do we know why he's not happy? Because I will sell out anybody to keep this city safe. And that's when I look at Kelton. Just tell me who Lord Drakesh needs, and I will get. Lord Drakesh, that individual. He ain't burning down this city. This is his city in the first place. We built this city. <laughs> I do believe it's his daughter's. Or ah. his daughter's husband. Something along those lines. Oh, he he's after Duke Scully. So if you could get 
that guy for him, I'm sure he'd be more than happy to leave. But, uh... Mama Dainey, I think we should, uh, hear these guys out on their plan. They may actually have a good business proposal for us after all. Beyond this fine establishment of crackers and barrels, which was offered to me so kindly yesterday. He sits down right next to, right next to Axel on the opposite side of Axel, of course. Now, he puts his arm around, he puts his arm around Axel and just goes, Now, Axel. What? Can I do for you? And Ma looks right at Kelton and says, Kelton, you better start talking. I'm the wack-a-stick. Let her do the talking. But I will say this, since I have offered this information, me and you need to have a talk. Do we now? At a later date, if we survive this. As long as it happens in a reasonable time, I do not like being kept waiting. Neither and he do gives I, you this he I gives have. you a he gives you a, a half seductive wink. He could be the seductive all he wants. I'll eat anyone's <laughs> face. Giggity. Meat is meat. Giggity. <laughs> so Kelton, you were gonna talk to start talking to Ma and or Leroy. We need to deal with the impending armies. And then you two can continue trying to murder each other or whatnot. Or at least have some sort of game plan, ideally, for what is going to happen. Unfortunately, our uh, hopes to have everyone in uh, the conversation and uh, some sort of agreement uh, didn't quite work as well as we had hoped but we don't need to be fighting each other at this particular moment we've already agreed on that now what do you need from us to take care of this Lord Drakesh problem. Who is this speaking right now? That was Mama Dady. That was Mama Dady. Which might I add, Mama Dady? And since I do not like be call, being called a betrayer, because that is exactly what I am here to destroy myself. Hence, I look at our Wolfie friend and give him a look and say that is a part of the talk we need to have. Simply put, if anything, this should tell you that we actually are loyal to some degree. So no betrayal. The question is, who are you loyal to? Me or him? Pointing at Leroy. And at this point, when you see that, you see her hand extends... And from her hand, you see another hand emerge that's skeletal and in a ghostly shroud. I'm she just cast Kill, chill to Touch. Me. It's fine. She no, is it what? was directed at uh, it was directed at Leroy. She was pointing at Leroy. Me or him? 
Who's your? Where's your loyalty lie? To the town. <sighs> the city of Piscoli does not deserve your loyalty, Kelton. It doesn't pay you enough. <laughs> well, that's never been a uh, secret. Town guards rarely are paid what they're worth. But that's why they're worth what they are. That's why they all work for me. Not all of us. And Leroy's like, definitely, some of them work for me, but girl, you know that. You know I got Captain in my hand, my pocket. Ma looks over at Leroy and says, no, sweetheart, he just lets you think that. Anyway, uh, we have a definitive problem and no real solution. We have um, two armies, both of whom want city for whatever reasons. And I don't think any of us here wish to give them the city. So we either need to get them to fight each other, or leave, ideally. That would be my preference. Or get them what they want so that they'll leave without destroying the city. We built this city on some dying bones. That's all I could come up with. If you haven't suggestions, Moth lifts, lifts up her finger and says, My information network will definitely figure out when, where, and how hard Lord Drakesh intends to assault us. I cannot say the same for the Elven army in the south. But, last I heard, the dwarves were still defending the city, and it had not fallen, so Monastain is still in the way. So we have some time, which is the good news. <sighs> the bad news, the disturbing news, is that Lord Drakesh is here. Lord Drakesh, according to my sources recently disowned his daughter and disinherited her, making his son Duke, former Duke Drachman the new lord and heir to the Nagani throne. Duke Drachman, now Lord Drachman, as I will refer to him, has certain leanings and tendencies and I do not trust that he is going to work well with his father. He's been shunned for many years, even though he was the second born, and by all Nagani rights, has no had no right to the throne as long as Lady Drashani was a major component. So I expect... Now, this is just sup supposition in my... Uh, my intelligence, suspicions. I expect he's going to try and ally himself with Duke Skolin to take out his father and pincer the pincer, if it were. However, my for my informing 
adoption network is still at work and will still inquire to gather more information. By the way, would you guys like a new job? Because I could use information network inside of Strakesh's forces. <laughs> Luckily, you both already have the captain for that. Um, we have a few missions that we are currently working on, and at the current time, do not have the liberty to take on any more jobs. We will, however, keep you in mind for the future if we get free. Le Leroy pipes up and says, Now, now, now. Now, there. Now, Kelton. Kelton, Kelton, Kelton. I got a, f I got a message on my sended stone last night from your dear sweet captain saying that our problems are your problems. And <sighs> Effective last night, you are free and clear to do whatever you so choose to deal with the Leroy and Mama Daddy a problem. And he's now, Mama Daddy. Here's what I will do to help you and benefit you. I will have the council postpone until after we have dealt with all of these attacks, and there will be no selection until a fair selection can be held. Therefore, you do not need to worry about your two-day time limit. There will be an extended period for which you can prove yourself to the other crime families in the city. Is that acceptable? <laughs> crickets, crickets. Uh, Ma. Ma. <laughs> Ma's dogs go off and they are pissed. Ma puts her hands down and says a bear selection is the only selection I desire. Therefore, I agree to your terms, you slimy bastard. As long as they take up the project. Well, shit. If it's yeah. in their hands and they're running the, the the investigation and they're doing all the hard work, I will happily sit at the lioness and manage my affairs. As you would so politely put it. <laughs> she just mocks him at this point <laughs> in his own accent. And then she says, now, as far as for your kitty goes, Mother looking back F. at Kelton, where is she? Where she is my, where is my uh, my property? Oh. Hang on, I need to roll something. <laughs> She's downstairs. <laughs> How honest is Kelton gonna be is what you roll. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely 
definitely what I was rolling for. <laughs> not not how over Talisa's bullshit she is, <laughs> he is, or and slash or how eager is he to get rid of her and the headaches that go along with her. That, she that's casts. An- she casts chill touch, and a necrotic and a necrotic and skeletal hand appears. It goes straight through the floor grabs Talissa by the cuff of her shirt and drags her all the way back upstairs. So, Talissa, you are now in the room. What the fuck? What did I do? What what kind of shenanigans? I didn't set the fire outside, I swear. It wasn't me. We probably need her, though. Leroy looks at looks at you, Talissa, and says, No, I was the one who set the fire. Slithery bitch. I knew exactly whose carriage that was. I knew exactly whose carriage that was. That was absolutely going to be Mama Daddy's carriage, because I also knew you were going to meet her at some point today. I actually thought you were being followed, not that I was being set up. That was, uh, not exactly the plan. Well, it wasn't the plan when we had our meeting with you earlier. That was a fairly <laughs> new development, if we're all being honest, which Kelton. apparently we are. Kelton, what, 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 what's going on? I, I thought the plan was for me to be downstairs doing my thing. What's yeah. going on? <sighs> we're uh, trying to smooth things over with Ma. So now would be a real good time to apologize if you wanted to. You should apologize. What? I didn't do anything wrong. And we completed our list. What? Before. Before. But does that mean I'm gonna be in her back pocket? Like I don't, I don't understand. I don't want to apologize. Is it gonna be the death of me? Either way, it's going to be the death of you, or the death of me. <laughs> and I much prefer the death of you to the death of me. It's gonna cause my brain aneurysm, stress-induced heart attack. You know, whatever. So, uh, because of the, the shock of being pulled upstairs, uh, you know, through the fucking floor. No, um, no, no, the hand came from the floor. They pull, it pulled you up, th- it knows you're corporeal, so it pulls you through the stairs. Uh. It didn't pull you up through the floor. Well, it still <laughs> caught her off guard. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so it caught her off guard, so she no longer has her flamey hands, so she's just gonna sit there and just be like, Mama Daddy, looking at the floor, kind of like sucking her teeth in as she takes a deep breath and she's like, looks her right in the eye and say, I'm sorry for my actions previously. And she's like grinding her hands together and like trying to like be all sweet and cute and innocent and whatnot. And her whole body is like tense and she's just kind of darting her eyes uh, back and forth against, like, you know, Kelton and Mama Daddy and 
everyone else okay. that's still present. <laughs> so, Ma... Ma looks at you, and she's like, Child, I will let you go if you confess the truth. You know the truth of which I speak. Don't you now, child? She emphasizes the word child. Your friends, as you're putting them, deserve to know, don't they? The fact that I am actually 14 is to succeed? That one. Did you catch that, Kelton? Axel? No, I could not understand that. Well, what... I know she spoke rather quickly. Child, speak that truth one more time. Slowly, slowly. Or I will tell them. Well, you see, uh... I keep finding myself in these situations where, um, people just want to kill me and, uh, uh, uh... Only a child, in the sense that, uh, uh, I'm only 14 years old. She's, she's a child in the sense that she's literally a child. Yes. And, and people just want to kill me? Because I just want to have fun? And just be a kid? But nope, nope, I keep on myself in these, these situations, and I just want to take my fire frog and just go have fun, and yep, yep, yep. 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 And she, Ma, Mama Daddy, actually no, I'm sorry, not Mama Daddy. Leroy, Leroy looks at you, Celissa, and says, "You like to take your little fire frog and do what now? Go and have fun. He just became my new best buddy, and we like to go and hang out and just he. We don't light things on fire, but like." We just chill and have and enjoy each other's company and like you know kids do. Kelton, Axel, I have a feeling based on this new information that Talissa here is actually the one responsible for lighting that fire in the uh, in Fort Drakesh that recently occurred. That fire, I believe, was her and. Uh, her friend's fault. It was. It I, was. It I was, heard it was a bunch of kids who were was, all underage. It, it was an accident. We didn't. We didn't mean to, and then we didn't know what to do, so we just ran. And it seems like you got caught. Yeah. That's what the captain told me. And to now, keep her safe. Yes, well, I think the safest way to keep her safe is to work with, unfortunately, myself and Mama Day. Don't you think? I do agree that it is unfortunate, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think there, Axel? You've been awfully quiet this entire conversation. I knew she was young. Her age doesn't matter to me. 
She's being of use. So you're not mad that she lied? No, not particularly, because in good business or bad business, there's always lying. To be fair, it was either lie or be killed. In, like, all of the situations. Well, that's true. That's true. However, lying can always get you out of trouble, too. You just have to tell the right lie. Ain't that right, Mama Daddy? Mama Daddy just gives him a nod. Don't let Beacon hear you talking like that. good business or bad business. What did Kildren say? <laughs> Don't let Beacon hear you talking like that. I mean, coming from Miss Goody Two Shoes, who also teaches her ki- her kids to steal, um, yeah, I think I'm gonna take uh, that with a grain of salt, maybe. <laughs> Good choice. Mom, Mama Daddy says. I told them to steal, not Beacon. And besides, they were stealing anyway. Did you not notice they pickpocketed you as soon as you walked in? Talking straight to Talisa. Did you not feel that your uh, gold pouch was just a little light? I need that for my sword from the Bongo on the tree to kill me. Because anything that can help me not die is going to... I want that. Four, yep, I want four that. Four gold was stolen from When you go to look. Dang it. I, you know, I'm, I was already 15 short and now there's four missing. and it, oh, I'm never going to get that sword. Leroy is like, child, I can offer you a loan. It, she, she's fine. She... We'll take care of it. Your interest rates are a bit too high. Thank you for the offer, though. Just before she has the the chance to to accept or anything. Nope. But she knew Leroy or someone had to offer here. Probably Leroy. Well, that's kind of why I had to walk myself into that. Because I was like, it's perfect. It's something a kid would do. <laughs> yep. We both take care of our own things. And, uh, ma, ma, op- ma gets a. There's a little. Ma, Ma's ears perk as if she heard a little ding. And she's like, ah. Pulls out a, a book. Flips through a couple pages. Ah, yes. Shang Wu owes me money. If you don't mind. I will be going to collect my money from Shang Wu. Is it is due today. Speaking of uh, which, he uh, he uh, gave us this for you, and he will uh, give her the sixty-eight platinum or however much you said it was. Sixty-three. That many. <laughs> that many. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You don't mind if I count this, right? If it's short, it's the tanks. She just opens the bag and just... Yep, it's all here. She ties it off and it disappears. Well, it looks like my calendar just freed up for the for the next little bit. Is there anything else you guys cared to discuss? Because well, it appears that I'm walking back to the lioness, thanks to 
Mr. Wolf here. Hello. Leroy Jenkins. Apparently we work for you now. Leroy you said he had a job. Leroy holds up his finger and says, No, correction. You work for both of us. Which is still for the benefit of the city. So you still technically work for who you still worked for. However, your salaries... I've already texted your your captain about. They have been upped appropriately. And the appropriate money has been deposited into your banks as back pay for the last week. Yeah. I've only been here for two days. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will let... I will... I will most I will text the captain very quickly now that you have only been there for two days and not to pay you the extra because it's all coming out of my pocket, so Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just you guys like... all got an extra twenty five gold with the exception of Talissa. <laughs> She's like, kid, come on. In. She has to do the stupid oh shit. So twenty five <laughs> Forty-five divided by eight is gonna be three, so six. You got six extra gold to listen for each day, or total. No, total. total. You got six total. Kelton and Sprinkle, Kelton and Axel got twenty-five total each. So you guys now have a pay rate of four gold per day. Four times our previous amount. <laughs> Moving up in Pay. the world. Paydays are paydays. You don't see Kelton complaining. And since guard work is dangerous, you guys get deposited daily. That's what they call hazard pay. That's exactly what they call hazard pay. <laughs> oh, hey, you might die tomorrow. Here's money anyway. And we're now sending you after Lord Jakesh, so here's more hazard pay. <laughs> So yes, I definitely had a uh, we we had a job for you, and your job is to infiltrate the forces of Lord Rakesh and uh, take care of that post haste. We need information. Information's all we need, but we need people who can blend in, which means. And he waves his hands, and your armor turns from black and red to blue with gold trim. Now you will blend in to Lord Rakesh's forces. As will your friend Beacon, who I know is not here, but her attire has been affected as well. But that's not going to mess with her at all. She's probably going to sit there and freak the fuck out and be like, what the hell's happening to me? I know, it's going to be great. Alright, so... Anything else you guys wanted to discuss with Mama Dady and uh, Leroy, now that they are your new employees? Working for the dark side. If, Welcome uh, to the dark side. You get quadruple pay. If blunted steer... Uh, I find out my information and my goal. Yeah, pause. Is there anything else you, you need from Leroy Wolf before the meeting ends? Like I said, I said earlier, if we survive this, me and him going to have a talk. 
Well, you survived uh, that conversation. Yeah. And you didn't specify this, whether it's Lord Dakesh. Dakesh. Dakesh? Dakesh? Whether it's Lord Dakesh. Again. Oh my god. Lord Lederder. <laughs> no, that's offensive. Big Daddy D. I can't say that because I'm not Leon right now. <laughs> I know. Are we uh, 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 surviving this? Was that talking about uh, the meeting with Mama D or if... Uh... No, I'm talking about the impending doom. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, you didn't specify. It was you heavily implied, though. Yeah. Um, you really I had need to something. learn the way of the merchant. I had something in my brain that I wanted I to discuss. I am just a child. And now everyone knows. Ever since I grew up. I'm just a baby. So was I. Hmm. Touche. Oh, if uh, blunted spear does turn up, um, give him our apologies for burning his nope. ship down. Nope, no apology. I hope he sat there and fell in the hole and burned. Just your apologies. <laughs> I want my axe back. Axe streets back. Alright. So you uh wanted to talk about Sigurd. I, I just give him our my apologies at least. Apparently they're not sorry, but you know. I understand nope. how expensive a ship is. Ah, so you need to talk to hard about it. As far as Sigurd's concerned, he uh, won't be a problem for at least a week, as he'll stay in New Haven for at least that long. Um, I would probably say you're safe from his wrath for another seven days or so. Maybe as long as eight, a full week. You know, it's hard to know how quickly the goblins decide to repair and or build a new ship, depending on the... Oh, how do I put this? Extent, extent of, of the damage. damages. Exactly, yes. The extent of those damages. And by then, you're already going to be out of the city, because you guys are headed to Solandara. Leroy pipes in and says... Yes, I will... Uh, Talk with your captain and get the appropriate paperwork set out so that you can get in and out of Solandara safely and back into the city within... Oh, how long do you think you guys need? You guys work rather quickly, apparently. As this is only Hillis's second day, so... I would say, what? Five days? Y'all only need five days, right? Maybe give us an extra day or two. She is, uh, learning. Trying to teach her the right way to do things. You know, keep uh, her alive a little bit longer. So seven days is what you're after? You need a seven-day pass to get into Solandara? Sounds about right. Should be good. 
All right, seven day pass it is. I will talk with uh Captain Sinclair there and he will um write up the documentation and get all of the appropriate paperwork in order. Sounds like we have an accord. All right. He will expect you in his office tomorrow at 10 a.m. And Ma pipes in and says, And do not change the time on him. <laughs> we wouldn't dare. She glares right in Kelton. And you did with me? We had a reason. As you can mm. see, it, uh... Worked out. For the better. Mm-hmm. Now, Leroy and I have additional business to discuss, so you all kindly see yourselves out. And Leroy pipes in and says, Yes, I, uh, I definitely do agree that you all need to leave because I need to look over this fine establishment which is coming into my possession at the end of the month, I'm sure of it, because Beacon is working on the paperwork right now. Isn't that right? And they dismiss you, and you just go away. Yes, yes, we do. And you guys it's... go downstairs and wait for Beacon, right? Well, before I leave, I look at Wolfie Boy and say, again, we survive all of this. Me and you need to have a chat. Oh, of course. Of course, my dear Axel. I will ex talk to you upon your return. Hefts my axe over my shoulder and walks away. Beacon, where you're at, at the end of last episode, you actually had run outside to help put out the fire that was Ma's carriage previously. And you took her goons with you. So we're just going to slide right on over there and deal with that dilemma or as uh, Leroy would say that minor inconvenience if it happens to other people it's a minor inconvenience if it happens to you it's a fucking problem fact that is absolutely true okay so Beacon you and nine of Ma's goons family Guards, protectors, incompetent nincompoops. Whatever you guys want to call them, that's who you're with. Um, his beacon points to three of them. She's like, you, you, and you. There's buckets along the side. Run to the kitchen. And we are going to start an assembly line and dump the, the water on the thing and, and get this carriage out. Okay? Everybody, start moving. <laughs> You, you, and you stand in a line near the carriage and not too close, though. Not too close. And 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 we'll get this moving, huh? Yes. And they all start running and splitting up to go do those couple of things, leaving you at the carriage by yourself. Okay. Um, I don't know. This carriage is on fire. So let's yes. go ahead and make this easy. You split them into three different groups, yes? Three groups of three. Okay. Yeah. Group one was water, right? Um, start and putting themselves in a line to be the assembly line to carry the buckets from the people filling buckets in the kitchen 
to um, the ones that would then, yeah. All right, so assembly. Um, and then what was the third? They set? would be then taking, I don't know, the the empty buckets after they end up on the fire and running them back. Yeah. They'd be. Okay, so the runners. Okay. All right, so each group has a beefy guy and two two smaller guys with them. Mm-hmm. So there's three kind of groups of three. I guess Beacon would be, because she's so hands-on, I guess she would go ahead. Would Question. Would Sanctuary protect me against the effects of the fire? So Sanctuary requires the opponent to roll a wisdom saving throw before hitting you. Oh, so no, that's that's an actual attack. Would not affect terrain. Correct. To make to get this all orderly, is we're gonna roll we're gonna roll initiative for all the different elements, and then the fire is going to mm-hmm. burn once per round at initiative twenty. Okay, so let's go ahead and roll initiative up real quick. And initiative is oh plus two. Okay. So I rolled a five plus two, so I have a seven. Fuck. Ooh, beacon is a seven. She got everything moving. That doesn't mean that she's moving very fast. <laughs> so it's gonna go fire, water team, the assembly line, beacon, and then the runners. It actually they they rolled initiative in the Yay. right order to help put this fire out. All right, they are not totally. <laughs> and you know, I mean, beacon just. Kind of took it as given that they would just jump in line and follow a f- female ordering them around. <laughs> okay, you, you, and you do this. From seeing them with Ma, obviously. Yeah. I have no idea what else Beacon's going to do. Maybe get more buckets. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have any water spells. Okay. I didn't prep anything for this. It's all good. There's no way to prepare for every part of your (laughs) unexpected options for the day. So, but it is the 25th and March. Ma's cart is on fire. Ma's carriage is burning. Ma's cart is on fire. Ma's cart is on fire. All right. So right now, Ma's cart has 120 hit points. Okay. Okay. The ideal goal is to not let it burn down at all. It's a D6 for now, and then it'll go up or down as the fire deals more damage, or you guys end up putting it out. So first up is going to be the fire's turn. Fire is going to burninate the village, and you got lucky. It did one point of damage. So, it is on fire. There is ample fire. You can tell that this cart was in better shape when it started. But at some point, it must have been through a rainstorm, or otherwise, it's not lighting very fast. Got it. Uh, or, it's not spreading very uh-huh. fast. It's already been lit. It's not spreading fast. You're, you're lucky you timed it right. Alright, so the water team... The water team goes to try to find water. 
they haven't found water yet. They're panicking a little bit. The assembly line team, they are in line, ready to go. They just had to move to get to where they had to, to their positions. All right, and then next one up is going to be Beacon. How do you want to tackle this fire? Um, okay, I guess she's going to have to run and help the the water team. So she's going to follow them and try to guide them. Can I also cast guidance on the team, or it's only it's only one willing creature? So just one of the fuckers. Uh. So they are grouped together. So okay, if you do so, affect them with guidance, um, the whole the whole group would get it. No, I, I almost like grabbing them by the scruff of their necks. She's just like you know touches them. It's just like okay, and we're going and we're getting the water and we're going and we're gonna be calm. We can only do one thing at a time, just one step, one step at a time. And the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to its ability check of its choice to perceive and look for the water and get it filled. Yeah. And it can roll a die before or after making the ability check, then the spell ends. Um, and then uh, can I also myself roll perception or survival while I'm... You looking for the water yourself? Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Go ahead and roll a perception. Uh, I like my odds with perception because I got a plus five to that. So I rolled a uh, 12 plus five is 17. 17. Okay. You knew there was a well off to the left side of your house. Not your house. Off to the left side of uh, crackers and barrels. So I'm leading them over there. You lead them over there. But they now have a guidance in their back pocket for... Um, up to one minute. Correct. So, it's a concentration spell. So, now I guess Beacon has to keep her concentration on having them guided. Yeah, if you drop your concentration. Yeah, yeah. if you drop concentration or need to do another concentration spell. Alright, so yeah, other than getting over to the well with the water team. So, Beacon is over with the water team at the well. The runners run over to you. They're hauling ass to come over to help you guys get the buckets to the assembly line team quicker. Because the assembly line team was in direction from the house, from Crackers and Barrels, <laughs> not from the new, <laughs> from the well that they didn't know was there. But so that's they won't why be we have the runners team. Next turn, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I'm glad I did set up the three prong, three prong assault. Yes. So the runners are now done. Goes back to the fire. Mm. Four damage. Giving a total of five. Still not spreading very fast. It's only a d6. Next up is back to the water crew. They're going to roll a dexterity check. See how good they are at pulling water out of this well. Can they add the d4 to that? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they can. Because it's didn't help. It didn't help. <laughs> uh, okay. They're 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 fumbling. They're they're not doing very well. They're not very dexterous. They're trying. It's just slow going and yeah, it's not pretty sight seeing these three guys bumbling and fumbling. So next up is the assembly line. 
they run into position, then it's Beacon's turn. Alright, um... They've used their guidance. Can I do guidance again and then start filling my own damn bucket to hand off to the runners? You can. Alright. Uh, so, yay, I love cantrips. Cantrips are my friend. Okay, so what do you need me to roll for filling my own shit? As uh, a dex check saving throw? Hey. Yeah, it's just a dexterity check. Uh, acrobatics, essentially. 13 plus 2 is a 15. You get it with ease. You don't know what their problem is. Have you guys never worked a day in your lives? Come on, boys. Just, just, just calm down. It's okay. You'll be okay. Just, 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 just feel the bucket. Just fill it up. Just a little at a time. Little at a time. It's, it's been a while since I've gotten water out of a well for myself. We have people who do that for us. Says a, a bigger, burlier uh, Koshkin. Well, it's it's never too late to relearn an old skill or learn a new skill. But uh, and she's I guess she hands off her bucket to the runner team, and it's just one of the runners runs it to the assembly line. So the the runners come in. They're here get their to own fucking buckets. Try <laughs> to to get a bucket. <laughs> they do with ease, <laughs> as easily as you did. They got a 15 on their check as well, so they walk over. You hand off to the bigger one, so the bigger one has his bucket, but then the other two smaller guys go over and just grab a bucket, and now they're running three buckets to the assembly line team. Okay? Now it is the fire. Fire rolled five more damage. Which means it's taken a total of ten out of, you said, twenty? One hundred and twenty. Oh, 120. I was... <laughs> I thought this thing was a flimsier cart than I did. Okay. I'm okay. No, but it has upgraded to a D8. Because eh. now it's like, yeah, it's been two turns of fire damage, so yeah. Well, three technically, but... Fair. I rolled, th- I rolled 3D6 on fire already. All right, so water team's turn. Let's see how well they are at getting water. <laughs> Nat 20, baby! Redemption! Redemption! One of them just grabs a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> they start pulling it up and filling a, bar- filling a barrel that they found outside of the well that with three or four buckets worth of water since the runner team already has buckets. Assembly line team starts passing it down. So they're they're moving the chain, and the last guy is going to attempt to throw the water on top of the fire and see what it can do. <sighs> a seven misses the fire. They're not very good. All they got to do is get over a ten to throw water on the fire. It's not very hard. They're just not competent. Okay, well, now that she's got the... There's water going down this line. She's going to book it to be at the other end of the assembly line, closest to the fire, (laughs) to get buckets from the assembly to throw in the fire. I don't know how far I have to move or how far I am. So here's the thing. You're going to have to get between the well and Ma's cart. It is 60 feet, which means you have to use your full turn 
to get okay. all the way to one end of the line or the other. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. So you can't run down, throw a bucket, and be much in the way of help. And then a touch. But she could reposition herself to be the one to throw the buckets. You can be. But if the water team starts having problems. Uh. <laughs> I can't be two places at once, people. <laughs> That's how problems happen. Yeah, really. <laughs> Do it anyway. You're a mom. <laughs> in real life and in the game. Why did I do this to myself? <laughs> I don't know. It's a personal problem. All right, so you spend your turn running down to the other end of the line? Yeah, knowing Beacon's nervous, frantic nature, she would just be like, oh, they're having a problem now. Must go fix that problem now. So... Yeah, no, it's perfectly a beacon thing to do. Yeah, I'm like, well, a Caitlin thing to do would probably be to be like, just, you know, shout obscenities and keep doing what she's doing. But <laughs> the runners run back to the water team, fill up their buckets out of the barrel and run back to the um, assembly line, which for them, that's only about a 10, 15 foot movement. So they can split their movement and do both. For you, you had to run 60 feet to get to the other end of the line. Yeah. So they now pass it off. The assembly line now has new water coming down the chain. <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, it's the fire's turn. Fire is going to roll a d8. Four more damage. <laughs> Just because it's a higher dice does not mean I do more damage. <laughs> <sighs> Fire starts to spread a little little further and a little further. It's now the water team's turn. More dexterity. See how they do on getting water out. They fail to get water out this turn. So there is only one or two more buckets worth of water in the barrel. Because remember the last time they started overfilling to get ahead. Assembly line team. They're passing the buckets down. They pass, a buck they pass three buckets to you. Roll one. Range attack check. That's a dex. That's a dexterity based attack. Okay, so just it's just this plus my dex bonus or plus dex because you're not proficient in buckets. <laughs> so it's just a d twenty plus dex. <laughs> Correct. D twenty plus dex. Plus two. So, yay, eighteen. Yes. <laughs> you hit the fire. Go ahead and do three d fours worth of damage. A D4 for each bucket. Okay. Two. You know what? Oh, Hell, okay. make it three D6s. Uh -oh. Do three do oh, D6s. I already rolled, but... I know. That's a 12. Okay. 12 damage to the fire. Beautiful. Because the fire has hit points, too. And does she still have the ability to cast Guidance on one of the water team? Just kick him in the ass. <laughs> That's a way to touch them, because I don't have hands, because I have the buckets, but <laughs> kick them in the ass. Yeah, it's a touch. You would have to run all the way back to the water team to do that. <laughs> or not the water team. The, the, well, no, the ones that are throwing the buckets. The, the, which ones are the ones fucking up? Better. The water team just is failing to get water out of the well. Oh. But then previously it was the the assembly team fuckers that are 
So I've I've fixed one problem and now I can't fix the other problem because I can't be in two places at once. <sighs> Correct. Mom really <laughs> needs to hire new goons, man. <laughs> okay. Or they just haven't slept well or something. <laughs> who knows who knows the runners do have one more load of water to run so they can run and reload the uh, the assembly line so the assembly line is reloaded it has three more buckets and they are headed down the chain fire burn baby burn disco and burn out that's an eight as you throw that bucket big secondary plume flies out of a different part of the cart. So you're like, yes! Bah! I'm wondering if we should just smother the bitch. <laughs> Water team. They barely managed to get their three buckets out. So they have three more buckets. The assembly line team passes buckets down. They can either throw them or you can, or they can hand them to you to throw. Hand them to me. <laughs> All right. Hands them off to you, and now it's your turn to throw the buckets. Seriously, you got you guys rolled a fantastic initiative for this shit. All right. So D twenty plus Dex balls. Maybe I should have let them do it. Did you get a ten? No, I rolled a one, and then my Dex is a plus two. But I rolled a one. I crit failed on the day. You crit failed? Yep. <laughs> you, you, you oops, dump the bucket out and fall on your butt. You're now prone. So you're flat on your back trying to figure out how to solve this problem. You think on that for a second. Meanwhile, the runners get the buckets from the first team and give them to the second team. Back to the fire while Beacon lays down ponders life choices <laughs> laying down probably soaking wet at this point just mm -hmm. I was like no fuck it I'm gonna do this and crit fail oh absolutely water team successfully gets out five five buckets fills it fills up their barrel the assembly line team had another set of buckets so they're gonna pass that down beacon they can either throw the bucket, or you can stand up and throw the bucket. They can throw the bucket, and I'll work on getting myself up, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> can I do guidance on them while I'm standing up, or no? <sighs> no. They have to throw the bucket and do their turn before you can go. Uh. <laughs> and they splash you with more water. <sighs> Oops, so, 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 sorry. It's just <laughs> slippery over here now. They rolled a three on, on their throw water on the cart. <laughs> so, Beacon, your turn. Beacon's wearing her clothes and a defensive raiment, correct? That is now soaking fucking wet. How big is it in relation to the cart? This is like a stretch carriage. Like a stretch limo. It's got enough room to have ten people and three dogs. So, would not be effectively smothered by me throwing my now-soaking clothes on the flames. No, but you could use them as that, like, wet towel, and you just start whack, 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 
and beating it with the wet towel. Let's do that. Why not? It's not a bad option. That would be an, atta an attack roll using your strength, but you're not proficient in towels. All right. Um, but you said there was a really big, beefy fucker. And is he nearby to where I can hand him my defensive raiment to beat it with a towel? He can, but that slows down the number of buckets coming down the, the runner's chain. The runner could get to you and do that, yes. Could I take his place on the runner's team and then he can... Because I have a negative one in strength. <laughs> you could switch places with him. That'll take an entire turn to do. Oh. Basically, you would head back to him now. He would meet you halfway. And then you go join the runner's team on the next turn. Or how about I start beating the fire with it. And when he gets up, because he's on the runner's team, when he gets up to me... Then we can swap places. That works for me if you want to do that. If you want to do that, go ahead and roll a melee attack check with your strength of that negative one. Um, so it's just a d20 minus one? D20 minus one. Ooh! Because you're not proficient in uh, I got a 19. Tower so. beating. What'd you get? I rolled a 19. Wait, did you roll a nat 20? No, I rolled a 19, so it's an 18. Okay, rolled a 19. So it's an 18. Mm -hmm. All right, perfect. I was about to say, wait, because you would still crit. <laughs> so she's whipping it, whipping it good. <laughs> okay. All right, go ahead and roll for me. Uh, roll your glaive damage. Just roll your glaive damage. It'll be easy. Uh, what is my glaive damage? Looking at that. D10 plus 2 plus 2. So it's going to be a D10 plus 2 minus 1. So D D10 plus 1. Because you have to account for your strength being used. All right, so D10... Plus one, you said? Correct. Uh, World of four, so five. Five? Okay. You do five damage to the fire. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not going to turn this failure into a success. <laughs> like, you turned it into a decent idea. <laughs> Hopefully I... Technically, water buckets are significantly faster. Yes. And, and my soaking wet raiment hopefully will survive this. Otherwise, my AC's going to change. <laughs> I might need that later. <laughs> Who knows? It's now the runner's turn. The one runner splits off and comes up to you. The other two carry two more buckets down to the assembly line team. Because <laughs> there were only two buckets left anyway, so he had nothing to do. Now, it is the water team. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Fire! Burn, baby, burn! One fire damage. That's right, bitch! <laughs> Hey, that means it's working. <laughs> However, it's been three turns of a D8. Oh, balls. Which means it's now a D10. Oh, balls. Now, it's the water team's turn. They fail to get water out of the well. Little bitches. So, it's now the assembly line team. They're passing down two buckets. They can throw it, or you can. You're still right where you can uh. still do it. It's up to you. I'm going to trust them. That's those are probably beacons, you know, words okay. on her tombstone. Yeah. Good trust. Yeah. They succeed, so they're gonna roll two d six worth of. I'm gonna say water damage, but two d six worth of damage to this fire. That's nine. What? Good deal. You guys are making up for some uh, some lost momentum there. All right. So now it's beacon. Your turn. The guy just got there. He can beat the fire on the next turn, or you can hit it, hand it off, and he can hit it anyway. Yes, that. So, 
roll your attack check. And that was doing the, the d20 minus for the strength. d20 minus one. Yep. 16 minus one is 15. Yay! Beautiful. By the way, I will say this. If at any point a nat one is rolled with your cloak, your cloak yeah. catches fire and is destroyed. I figured something along those lines would, you know. <laughs> yeah. The water will only work for so long. So this is the second turn of Anna whipping it, whipping it good. Yep. And for now, you're okay. It's not a big deal. All right. Um, you hand it off to the to the to the guy. But do oh, I roll my damage? damage? Yes. Yeah. D ten plus one. Uh, it was a three. Three. Yeah. Well, Perfect. two plus no, three, one. Three's the number I needed, yeah. so you're good. So, 29 <laughs> out of 100. Good deal. We are getting there. It's now number three. He's going to roll the attack check as his other guys are running bucket. Or, well, no, they're out of buckets. There's no water. Oh, boy. So, there's no water that's going to come down the chain unless they get it this time. But I'm now on the runner team, so I can run over there and try mm-hmm. to fix this shit. Yeah, but you're only halfway down the assembly line. Because you could only move your movement one time. You couldn't use your whole turn. So that was... That was a 14 plus 2, 16. He hits. Good deal. So he's going to roll his d10 and add 3. No, 4. Sorry. Because it's your cloak. Your cloak is a d10 plus 2, plus 2 more for his own strength. That was a 1 on the damage die. So that's a, that's a 5 damage. Hey, could be worse, because you're over a third of the way through this fire. However, it's now fire's turn, and it's rolling d10s. Three bigger more fire damage. It doesn't mean bigger damage. Correct. It means bigger potential for damage. Okay, so fire is done. Next up is water team. Water team. Nope. No more water, which means the assembly line team has nothing to do. Beacon. You're halfway down the assembly line team. You can turn around and head back to the front or go try and help them out at the water team and use your entire turn to get back to the well. Is there... I know. This, <laughs> this is an anticlimactic little bummer. Here. And there's. N- would Beacon know of any other source of water? <laughs> but it would still. I mean, there's a bunch of other sources of water. It's just. This is the closest and the only one that can actually assembly line yeah. effectively. Okay, so now she's going to boogie boogie on beat down to the water team. Okay, so you are all the way down at the water team. The runners have nothing to do except for the one guy with his cloak. Well, your cloak. Um, now, can I do guidance on the water team when I get there, or it takes my whole turn action? That's an action. It's going to take your whole turn to get down there. Wait, no. It only takes your movement because you're already halfway down the assembly line. I will let you do one action. Yes. Okay. So if you want to do guidance on them, you can. Oh, yeah. She smacks him on the back of the head. (laughs) (laughs) A la Gibbs. Just cat. Yes. (laughs) She Gibbs smacks him. Like, hey! The fuck is you, bro? No. (laughs) Of course. All right. So number three, he's going to go ahead and hit the water. The, the cloak, and miss, and hit the ground. I rolled a two. <laughs> I rolled a two. He's, he doesn't destroy the cloak, just nearly. But he misses. 
And that's the important part. It's now the fire's turn. Fire's gonna burn for one more point of damage. Okay. <laughs> slow burn is still a slow burn. Alright. Water guys. They're using your guidance. They got a two on your guidance. And they needed it. <laughs> Give smack for the win. <laughs> to get one bucket. They managed to get one bucket out of that well. <laughs> so, one bucket, better than nothing. It's going to make it to the, the assembly line team can take it. So the assembly line team has one bucket that they're passing. They're going to throw the bucket. Nat 20. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> if you only got one, you better make it count, which is going to be a d6 times two, so that's going to be max damage, motherfuckers. <laughs> 12 damage from the water to the fire, bringing that fire damage up to half, which means the fire stays at a d10 for the moment. It does not go up to a d12 like it would otherwise. Beacon, your turn. One bucket made its way down. Very helpful bucket. Very useful bucket. But one bucket. This is one of those times where I wish I had, like, made me. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you're not a wizard. Yeah. Or a bard. Not that much of a mage. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I guess she fills a bucket, or goes after filling a bucket, and she also... Can she still gib-smack them, the, the water team, into gear? <laughs> I'm going to say no, because the action is going to be to pull up the water. Pull up the water. Okay. So she's going to pull up the water, but she's also going to shout to the guy who uh, nearly set my cloak on fire. Uh, Kick the cloak to, cloak to the side and get back in line. <laughs> so I'm taking him off cloak duty just to told him to just kick it off to the side. Get back in line. Okay. So I'm throwing them back into the assembly line. Okay, so I'm rolling... It was the dex, right? For... Correct. Had to make a note that your cloak was now on the ground. Okay. And it was just dex, you said? Uh, I rolled an 11 plus 2. 13. 13? Mm-hmm. You get two buckets. Two buckets worth. You have two hands. You can carry two buckets to the water team. So they have two buckets on their next turn, even if these guys only get one more bucket. Yeah. Work. <laughs> they get a three d six damage done. Okay. Now, runners, grab. Actually, they come over to you. They grab the water from you and run it over to the assembly line team. And the third guy runs all the way back to join the runners. It's time to burn, baby. Seven damage. Moscart is surviving. So, you're doing a good job. You're making it work. It's working. Water team. It's just taking a hell of a lot longer than I thought. Water team fails to, get a, fails to get a bucket out. Did you give them guidance or no? No, you said I could only do one or the other for the turn. Okay. Perfect. They fail to get water out. No water comes out of the well from the water team. Assembly line team, they have two buckets. They're going to throw their buckets. That is not going to do it. So they just splash more water on the ground. Beacon, which failure team do you help? Okay, can she... Would it help to just... It's a hard choice on who to let fail. 
<laughs> I'm wondering if she should just send the the water team to be an, a, an additional assembly line team, and I just hope that I pull all the water <laughs> to these bitches. Let's do that. Let's start two assembly lines, and let me just pull the water. Okay, so you're going to go ahead and pull water. Go ahead and roll your water check. I rolled a 10 on the die, plus 2. It's 12. Okay, you get up two buckets to go to the water team. The runners come over. They will run those two buckets, but they're still a third person, so they will try and get one bucket up. <laughs> they do not succeed to do that. So, But those runners are taking those two buckets to the dual assembly line team. And I don't know if I need to specify that that's what she told them to do, the water team, to just <laughs> go join the assembly. So you did that. The old water team is now running over to try and help assembly line this bitch with two assembly teams going down. And the main assembly line has two buckets, so they're going to throw that, see how well they do. They miss. This is a tedious hotness. Okay. It is. It is. Beacon, go. I don't know what else she could have done to come up with. <laughs> There's. You cannot affect the dice rolls. Oh, uh, okay. Like, that's what's, that's what's hurting you right now, is all these bad dice. 13 plus 2 is 15, so. 15? Three buckets. Runners come over. There's three buckets, three of them. They take the three buckets. But you have two assembly line teams. One of them is getting two. The other one is getting one. Now we'll have two attack checks on the carriage. <laughs> which might be good, might be bad. Yeah. You never know. But it's better than putting all of it in one on one dude. All right. Fire. Four more damage from the fire. Number one's turn. They got one bucket, so they're going to get one. They miss with their bucket. Second team hits with their bucket. They had two buckets. One of their buckets was a six. The other one was a five. So that's an 11 total. Good job, water bucket thrower bastards. Beacon, roll me that dexterity check. Let's see if you get three more buckets. That'd be beautiful if you did. 15 or higher and you get three buckets. 17 on the die. So that's 19. You got <laughs> Maybe I should have done four. this from the beginning. Fucking Christ. You got four buckets. <laughs> So we'll send two and two down each chain. Yep. Sounds good. Okay. Bye. Runners come over. You run one over. The runners run the other three. So that way all four buckets get to the line. You cannot move more than four buckets in a turn. So the most damage we got going on is 46. So the runners do their job. Back to the fire. Fire. Seven. What was that about? You guys making headway? Team one's turn. They're going to roll to see if they hit the fire. And they crit fail. Oh my god. So, no. In fact, it's a muddy mess down there. Team two's turn. They roll a two. Double the mud. They wasted your four bucket hauls. There's a tiny part of me that's like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck this card. <laughs> but it's a fire right next to a building. <laughs> so we just got to keep on, keep it on. Which means, Beacon, it's back to you. 18 on the die, which means 20. Dirty 20. Dirty 20, you get five buckets up. Four get moved. Yeah. So, Beacon, you have one bucket to spare over there. I'm regretting not having done this from the get-go and having Beacon just... 
<laughs> you're you're a efficient bucket hauler. I don't I don't know what to tell you. All right, so the runners did their runnering, and now fire is going to spread and do seven more damage to the cart. Cart is over half damaged compared to where it was in the beginning. So this is a very heavily damaged carriage at this point. <sighs> in fact, one of the runners comes up to you and says, you, you think we should just leave it? Uh, it's certainly a tempting option, minus the fact that it's close to other buildings that might therein catch fire. But those buildings mm. are made of sandstone, mostly. The structural integrity would be pretty well <laughs> intact. They would just have to rebuild the wood parts. I mean, it's up to you. We'll keep running buckets. We just think it'd be more <laughs> worth our time to stop. I mean, if you want to try keep going, we can keep going. Just just go ahead, pull more buckets up, I guess, is the plan. Um, <laughs> well, I got a really stupid idea, Rambaya. What if we destroy the cart enough to such an extent that it won't then spread the fire to anywhere else. Like, if Beacon per se was to be like, fuck it! Guiding bolt! <laughs> so, depends on how you're doing it. Because if you're <laughs> guiding bolt and that bolt explodes mm. or breaks off burning chunks mm. of carriage, I'm not sure that's a good idea. I'm just like, ah, I'm done too. <laughs> no, if you're if you're done, you can tell them and they'll, and they'll just... Uh, We'll just abandon this carriage and it'll be gone. Bye-bye. But, you know, flames and buildings and things. And it's right next to my fucking restaurant. Well, husband's restaurant. But, you know. That's true. Same difference. It's up to you. Either get more water or call them all off. And um, I mean, have we got it to where the fire is? The fire is over half dead. But. To where it wouldn't spread. Like, fuck the carriage, but if it's just like, okay, we got the fire contained enough that it'll just burn the carriage down, but not spread, Precision. because it's there in a puddle of mud. Correct. You might have wetted the ground enough that it's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but you also have beasties still attached to this carriage that could... Pull the carriage to not in front of Crackers. Oh, we just push the, the carriage out of the... What? You have beasties. There are beasts of burden attached to this carriage that you can have pull the carriage away while it finishes its burning. Skirt. Just like, all right, you make... Uh-huh. You're going to slap the horse on its ass. <laughs> Get the cart out of here. But I don't want to... But, I mean, with the beasts... Then be able to get a, not be attached to the carriage afterwards. Yeah. Eventually, the carriage would be so decomposed that the the beasties won't get hurt. Wood would just, yeah, the beasts probably would not get hurt. But that would also then be someone else's problem. All right, yeah, she's like, you know what? You make a good point. At this point, we're just, you know, burning daylight, so to speak. <laughs> I made a bun. Go <laughs> poke that horse's ass, get him out of here to move the carriage away from the buildings. Somebody get me my coat back. <laughs> this guy runs over and slaps the horses on their ass and they start racing down this city street, just 
carrying a fucking blaze of bonfire <laughs> into the center of town. She had parked towards the south, so it would go towards the central market. And now these horses are just running through the city towards the center of town without a care in the world. You can let your boss know we did the best we could, I mean, to save her carriage, but at least we saved her horses. If you can recover them, you might want to do that. <laughs> One of the big guys comes up to you and says, who gave you the authority to, to stop saving the carriage? We had to save the carriage. That was our ride home. The fuck are you doing? <laughs> now, he's a good foot taller than you. I mean, technically, he was the one that pushed the horse. Got it to run away, not me. I just was margin of suggestion. And it seemed like we weren't going to ever save this carriage at the rate we were going. The amount of <laughs> failure I saw here. <laughs> well, well, I'll have to explain it to Ma, but you're going to explain it to her, not me. Fair enough. It was your call. Boys, at that, you then get surrounded by all of these guys. And says, she's coming with us. Now, Beacon, we can do this the easy way. Oh, the- just... Just let's get on, get on. I've talked to Ma before. She's not all that bad. I just need my coach, though. And we can just keep on keeping on. How's that sound? Oh, no, I'm keeping your cloak. (laughs) This is the same guy who you gave the cloak to? Fair enough. You can carry it. That's not a problem. To beat the fire with. Let's keep going. Puts on your cloak and... (laughs) How is that going to fit him? Busting Sam's I didn't say how easily. <laughs> I didn't say how easily it fit. <laughs> okay, so he puts on shield of faith on herself right now because she's now cloakless. Technically, but you follow them and you end up at the lioness. They take you into the back room, sit you in the chair, and tie you down. Just like the guards who were there yesterday. Was it really necessary for these bonds? I came willingly. I did the best I could to help you guys out. These are only to ensure that you're still here when Mama Dady gets back. Oh, fair enough. (laughs) Because I'm going to go get a drink. (laughs) You want a drink of water after all that? (laughs) Two of those smaller guys are tied to chairs next to you. And then there's three more of her guards in the room. The others, the big guys, all leave to go get drinks. <laughs> all right, so after a couple hours, Ma comes back and says, Now, what do we have here? You're the one responsible for allowing my carriage to continue to catch on fire. Are you not? That's one viewpoint. I had such a pleasant conversation with your comrades. It's a shame that I'm going to have to hold on to you while they complete their mission. I will let the captain know that there will be one less on the way to Solandara, because you will be staying here, won't you? Roll a charisma saving throw. Uh, the uh, 20 plus my charisma uh, saving is a plus 2. Okay. 14 plus 2 is a 16. 16? Okay. So you pass. Ma was trying to use Charm Person on you. You barely passed. (laughs) But 
so she's not forcing you to stay at this point, but you are tied to the chair still. So, what's she gonna do? Hold on one sec. Yeah, no, that's probably okay. a bad idea. Um, well, I understand if we need to talk a bit, and I understand I'll I'll have to catch up to the rest of the team at a later point if they've got a they they got to start on the mission before I get a chance to rejoin them. That's that's fine. That's fine. Uh, but I don't understand the tying me to the chair. I mean, I came here willingly. I did the best I could to take care of your carriage. I orchestrated the whole conversation with Leroy. I orchestrated getting Shang Wu out of your hair and all all your little errands that you needed us to run, I helped all that along. So I don't understand why we can't come to a better understanding. That's that's how I understand it from where I'm sitting. From where I'm sitting. From where you're <laughs> sitting. <laughs> now, what you have done, all those actions were to save the young one, not yourself. So, what's going to happen is this. And at that moment, someone barges in, breaks down the door, and shouts. It's actually Connor, it's her son. Ma! Ma! Mama! You gotta come see this! Quick! And Ma... And Connor, rush out the door and turn you around. uh, With the speed that they're running, they run right (laughs) past your chair so much that you just kind of spin around like a cartoon character for a second. (laughs) And And you're spun backwards. They leave the door open, and you're able to see that it's still night. And everyone is astounded and astonished by that. Roll a perception check for me. Uh, 16 on the die, so that's a 21. Okay. You do happen to have a vantage point on the clock on the wall, and the clock on the wall says it's about 9 a.m., which means you've been here all night. Ma'll let you stew I mean, until the morning. Speaking to Mom, she's probably just, just like, oh, yay, I get a nap in peace and quiet. Uh, no. Uh, but I mean, probably, but... Um, but yeah, so seeing that, she just goes like, oh, dear graces, Yadira, what is going on? So she kind of half prays out loud and is just like, oh, dear graces, Yadira, what is happening? And that's where we'll end our session. Oh, that was definitely a twist, and I'm curious to see what's going on in the city of Pascoli. However, if you like our show and you want to make sure you'd never miss an episode make sure to go ahead and follow us over on spotify you can also check us out over on instagram at hebtales that's h-e-b-t-a-l-e-s where we've also got a facebook group facebook.com slash groups slash hebridian tales that's h-e-b-r-i-d-i-a-n-t-a-l-e-s If you want to help support the show and keep us doing what we're doing, go ahead and head on over to patreon.com slash Tales, spelled 
exactly the same way as the show. That's A-T-B-R-I-D-I-A-N-T-A-L-E-S. And if you want to just shoot us an email and let us know how you think we're doing or give us any feedback of any kind, you can always give us a, uh, give us a review and hit those five stars or email us at hebtales at gmail.com. That's H-E-B-T-A-L-E-S at gmail.com. Hope you guys really are enjoying the show. We are starting to get into some fun little messes that need resolved, and I'm excited for them. So I hope you guys keep listening, and until the next time, guys, don't forget to elevate your game.